Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. One-time journalists, now engineers, Dana and Parks. For those of you who are keeping your bingo card at home, it is 86 degrees in the studio this afternoon. 86 degrees. Are we sure that we want to stick with the title of engineer? Yeah. I got it. I've got some push pins. I got some garbage bags on the way up. We are fixing okay. this today. Well, and then you we're ori- on. originally you were going to tack t-shirts over those well, vents. Well, t-shirts are too heavy. I've got garbage bags on the way. Okay. I am so happy cuz you know what? Women fix things, Scott. Premenopausal women in 86 degree enclosed spaces fix things. So we think that the push pins are going to withstand the power of the yes, Sam airflow. Would you rather we try that? I'll try it. No, no, no. I'll do it. Oh, I'll try it just to watch I it. I kill fail. everyone around me. I'm I would saying rather, it. I, I will barricade my door first of all. Uh, second of all, I would rather try it than not. I'm I, in a t-shirt I, and culottes. I would rather try it so I can report live on its failure. Right. <laughs> That's just like a man. Let the woman figure it out and then um, knock her down when it doesn't work. Well, I have faith. I mean, I don't. Thank you, Sam. I'm going to try to have faith. All right, we're moving on because we've got, like, Whopper. I'm calling this Whopper breaking news, Scott. And you know, after yesterday, I was all breaking news out. But we that is Whopper. And it just came into my email from the New York Times. Alec Baldwin has been indicted for the oops prop gun disaster that led to the death of the cinematographer on the set of Rust. I am stunned. I want to ask you if you think this was anyone else but Alec Baldwin, do you think there would be a charge? Or do you think this is political because it's Alec Baldwin? I would hope it would not be political. Um, I would like to think that anybody that this occurred to would be charged. I think the charge is fair. And here's why. Please explain it to me. Yeah, I will. Um, I I am, and I and I know your um, lack of affinity for guns. You are not a gun fan, and that's fine. And two days in a row, we're talking about something we promised we would never talk about again: guns. Um, but this was a. I am a gun owner. I know. If if you have a gun in your hand, that is fake. That you presume to be fake. Well, they were real guns. Yeah, these were prop guns. These are real guns with fake bullets. Well, supposed to have fake bullets. Yeah. Are, 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 
Is anyone else a little surprised that in the day of AI and all of the technology we have, we are still allowing on a Hollywood set someone that has no background with weapons whatsoever to fire what is an actual gun in trusting that the person on the other side of that quote bullet coming out is not going to be shot that that's really the headline here why are we still even doing this why are we not computer yeah. generating why, a gun why and, do we need like he he points a gun it just kind yeah. of fakes the what, what the, was the name of the marksman person on every set that's supposed to check the bullets that in this case was like some 20 year old that had no idea what she was doing she's armorer. been charged too the armor armorer, why right. are we even still doing this with an armorer on set. I mean, the odds are in the favor of using the fake guns. They, I mean, this doesn't happen often. I think we have two instances in all of movie-making history. Well, but if you look, and this is part of the incident with the, the rust charges, if you look at what happened on that set, there were a couple of times prior where I think something fired that should not have. Are you, are you referring to Brandon Lee on the yeah. set of yes. The Crow yeah. from 1994? Correct. Yeah. Uh, and what really stands out to me here, though, is the lack of consistency from Alec Baldwin. This isn't his first time doing a movie with guns. And we don't. And, and, but, and, but it's handed to you, Sam, and it's you, you check you, it. You do. Would he and, have known the difference between what one of those fake bullets looked like well, versus yes. the real bullet? Well, well, hang on for a second, both of you. Why do we presume that Alec Baldwin doesn't know anything about guns? Because he's a liberal. No, I'm saying he does know things about guns because he's done many movies where guns were involved. Right. Like I said, this isn't I, the I, first time that he's and, pulled and, the trigger. And you would know, you would know if it's a, a dummy bullet or a real bullet because it would be missing the bullet head. The dummy bullet is flat. And the bullet head is rounded but it's, because that's what actually projects we're, we're, out of the gun and kills you. On every movie set, we were basically asking every actor to pay, play Russian roulette and just assume that the person handling that firearm knows what they're doing and then assume that they put the correct bullets in that thing. But that's why he's supposed to check, so it's not a game of so Russian roulette. Th this was a six-shooter revolver, okay, or a six-bullet revolver. Okay. All he would have had to have done is, is hit the click, opened up the cartridge, okay, pulled all six bullets out. They would have fall. You've seen, you've seen videos where the bullets just fall out of the, out of the gun and into your hand. Yeah. If any of them were not flat on top, you need to check it as a real bullet. A, a dummy bullet has a flat top. It doesn't have the actual projectile bullet that is what kills you. So I think one year ago today, the initial involuntary manslaughter case against him was announced. That initial case was dismissed after the local district attorney's case fell apart back in April. But a new prosecution team, Carrie Morrissey and Jason Lewis, decided to present the case to a grand jury, which you know would indict a ham sandwich, which indicted Mr. Baldwin on Friday. Um, and I want to look at what the involuntary manslaughter law says in New Mexico. I, I guarantee you the word carelessly is in it. Law language. Uh, okay, but is that careless? Yes. If you have a gun in your hand, you are responsible for that gun. And folks that are directly involved with guns every day know that. If you go to a gun range and that gun is not pointed down range or at the floor, they will come in and tackle you and fourth, remind you of the rule. It's a fourth degree felony 
one of manslaughter committed in the commission of an unlawful act. What was the unlawful act? To me, DUI is the unlawful act. You are driving drunk. That leads to a death. That is involuntary manslaughter. He wasn't drunk. What, what is the involuntary act preceding? And I'm just asking as a matter of law, what would the, invo- would, would the illegal act preceding that death have been? That he didn't check the gun. Let, let me ask you something. Let's say I'm out on a farm, okay? <clears throat> and I'm shooting, and I don't know the answer to this. This is a hypothetical that I'm offering to you that I do not know the answer to. I go out to a farm, and I'm, I, I set up a little milk jug way out, on, and I put it on top of some wood, and I'm shooting at that milk jug. I miss, and I kill the homeowner who has the property just to my west. That's a little bit different because you are actually pointing a known firearm at someone. He was, too. Where, well... That's not a known firearm. That's the difference here. Here's who needs to be charged. The I, idiot I, that was in charge of putting the, well, the yes. gun together. Yes. Alec Baldwin does, I think, need to be charged. He, his behavior was, at the very least, careless. Um, who brought live ammunition onto a movie set? Bingo. I, they, that's what they really need to find out, is who brought live ammunition onto a movie set and put it close enough to the dummy bullets that somebody would put them into a gun. Okay, so this is what I want from our listeners. And we've got people calling in saying it was this kind of gun, it wasn't that kind of gun. I don't, I don't care about that. I really no, don't. I don't either. I want to talk about some analogy you can come up with. And it can't be someone firing on a farm with an actual gun that doesn't know what's behind the target. It can't. It has to be an actual analogy to this case where what you think you are using is A, what it turns out that you are using is B. Like, almost like a medical medicine mix-up, Scott, where you think you're giving someone saline, and instead you accidentally give them uh, fentanyl or something. Is that involuntary manslaughter? I don't see the original unlawful act that preceded the death. But that's what makes it involuntary. Fair point. The DUI is an unlawful act. Give me another example where, where there's this gray area with what happened prior that leads to a death. And I'm sure there are examples are out well, there. Well, I mean, it, 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 it's strictly, to me, you, you, you have to go to the fact that he was holding a real gun in his hand. Granted, he thought that there were fake bullets in it. That's on him, not on me. It, it's the initial carelessness. Do we charge in Russian roulette cases? Do, do people survive Russian roulette? If there are five kids in a room, is that I a would. better analogy? I would. Hell yeah, I would charge somebody in a Russian roulette case. Now, there's many reasons that they could charge him, not just because he's the actor that had the gun in his hand when it fired. He was also the executive producer. So he had a overarching power over this set. He may have had knowledge that they I were know. taking these guns off set and putting live rounds in them. And he may not. Is, but, and, and he, and he may, may not. not. That's There's very true. no way, Sam. That would be like saying our general manager knows every single thing that we've printed today that, that is in this studio that we're going to talk about today. I, it, it we just don't makes, even know what we're going to talk about. It just makes him more of a target for a lawsuit at the top. I don't think it means he, he knew every detail of everything that was going on that day. All right. Quick break. 913 586 
7798. It is a Festivus Friday. The airing of the grievances starts promptly at 5.06 this afternoon. Telephone number is 913-586-7798. Well, I give you guys an E for effort. The, I think I think we're going to chalk this up to mild disaster. No, we are not. <laughs> it's 88 degrees now in the studio. Not, not if we do it correctly. That is not a passing grade. Tape. Oh, we need yeah, tape. Ooh, tape. Good idea, That's Dan. a good idea. You probably have some of that in your EDC. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's get to the phones. Uh, Jay in Gladstone. Jay, hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, take the vent off, put the bag, the vent into the bag, and then stick it back up to the wall. Thank you. Oh, that's a good idea. Is, it, is there any chance we could melt? I'm me- a multi-purpose nerd. Is there any chance we could melt the bag? Uh, no, not at these, those temperatures. Those bags are good for, you can boil, if you fill the bag with water, you can actually boil water in the bag. Oh, really? No way. Yeah, you can. Really? Huh. I've told you I'm a multi-purpose nerd. Okay. Uh, so, uh, to Dana's question, the, what about ships like the Exxon Valdez, where the captain was asleep when it, it ran aground and dropped his oil, but the captain was still charged for the crime? Okay. Captain was sleeping, so that's kind of dereliction of duty, but he wasn't drunk. That's that's a well, no, better analogy. I think it's a really good analogy. Yeah, he was he, just he, asleep. You can't stay awake 24-7. You rotate your duties, but he was the captain of the ship. And, you know, it, it rolls uphill. And, and likewise, um, Alan, or, uh, the Baldwin was captain of the ship, and the ship ran aground. I, I think that's a fair analogy, Jay. That's a good one. Um, Thank you, man. Can I throw a quick shout-out to you guys? Uh, sure. Does it involve uh, duct tape ago, and a trash bag? About, <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, you were talking about the uh, Narcan, and I happened to be down near Tulsa on the turnpike, and they had a vending machine where you just punch it in your zip code, and I punched it in the zip code for up here, and it gave me a free Narcan, and I keep it just in case I need one. Good for you, and Jay. Because of hearing about it on your show. So Good. I'm glad. Thank you. I mean, I'm sad huh. society needs it, but I'm glad. Uh, the public libraries have just asked for it as well, which... Oh, it's I a need to very swing. sad commentary on I, the state of affairs right now. I but. meant to swing by last night and grab some of those cards for neighbors. I forgot about that. Oh, yeah. Hi, neighbor. Hi, neighbor. My name is Scott. I live next door. My preferred pronouns are blah, blah, blah. If you those see me day. lurking in your yard, I'm yeah. just <laughs> checking your hose. <laughs> Anytime you want to come over and visit, please do. Blah, blah, blah. I won't let you in. Chris in Overland Park. Hello, Chris. Hi, guys. How are you? We're doing well. Thank you for asking. You're welcome. Uh, when you're speaking of Mr. Baldwin being the executive producer, I thought that that might open him up to a liability if he didn't have a registered gun master or prop master. But they did have a prop master. Yeah, they did have a, an armorer. It literally so, just I, everyone failed at their job simultaneously, really, is what this is. And then the other thing that I thought of is that no matter what... If you have a gun, even if it's handed to you right. from a prop master, you check it yourself. Yeah. You always do the double check. So I do absolutely agree when you're saying that everyone failed, but maybe that's how they're trying to, when they're reintroducing the charges, maybe that's an aspect. The first thing that ran through my head when I first originally heard this was how Brandon 
Lee died because there was a projectile in the prop gun, and when they fired it, the projectile hit him. Yeah, it was actually so, it was actually a uh, a blank that was in the gun that killed Brandon Lee. There was something yeah. in front of the blank. You're right. In front of the in front mm-hmm. of the blank. Okay, and so then that gun they, was loaded with the correct blank, but then there was just something yes, in front of it. And then I would say, in that case, in there's no one at fault, right? Not in that case, no. No, no, not in that case. But I mean, that was one of the big things that made everyone more cautious on set. And it just sounds like, in this case, things fell through the cracks. Yeah. And they or, shouldn't have. Or got through the cro- cracks. Yeah. You're, you're, Chris, you're absolutely right. And l- listen, any responsible gun owner would tell you, you don't, even if you know your gun is unloaded, completely, 100% unloaded, you do not point that gun at a human being, ever. Because you just never know. Um, so when pointing a gun at somebody, even on a set, I would hope that somebody would look at the cartridges, the, the bullets that are in the roll, and know that, hey, these are not flat. Which was also part of the problem because they had said that it, they weren't even shooting at the time, pardon the term. Uh, they weren't even filming at the time. And typically in that scenario, when they would be filming and you would be pointing the gun straight at the camera, the camera person would not be there. A buddy of mine who's a police officer says he won't be convicted. This is the prosecution trying to save face, and I guarantee there was pressure from the victim's family. The armorer on set had had incidents on previous sets those who hired her are also culpable. Baldwin was rehearsing at the guidance of the director. He won't be convicted, and I am not a Baldwin fan. Let's go to Bill in Overland Park. Bill, good afternoon. Hello. Hello. I, I don't have much relays on that other than the fact he touched on one. Uh, you always check the gun, and you never point it. Sometimes that's what I was going to say. First off, you assume every gun is loaded. You never point it at anybody unless you intend to use it. And always check a gun, especially if somebody else hands it to you. As a truck driver, I don't just assume somebody loaded and secured my load. I make sure that the load is secure. If somebody else hooked my truck up to a trailer, I can't just take their word for it. Because I'm going to be the one that's responsible for the actions Great. There it is, Bill. That's a great analogy. There's the analogy. Someone else loads your wagon. Someone else loads the trailer. Okay. You're driving the trailer. I I drive the truck that has the the Z. Yep. Or or the, the, yeah, the Z uh, staggered cars. Yes. We've all seen it on the highway. You didn't load the cars. The the, the last two cars fall off, crush through the car behind it on the highway and kill somebody. Who's responsible for that? The truck driver is. He didn't secure the load. The truck driver is responsible. He did Even not. if there is a specific job prior to him getting in the cab of that truck that is a load secure. I, I would, let's say the dealership. Yes. I, I, think, I think a truck driver would tell you they, can, they probably don't load those cars on there anyway. They're probably loaded at the dealership or, or at the... At the plant. Right. At the and plant. so then do you trust who loaded that? And I think most drivers would tell you, no, you have to check. And, and so we, we work or check that. We walk the truck and we make sure that every car is secured. Bill just nailed That's the a great analogy. perfect analogy. Thank you for it. I knew there was one out there. And we, they always check because they would lose their entire livelihood if mm-hmm. some mishap happened. Mm-hmm. Quick break here at the bottom of the hour. We have Festivus Friday coming your way right after the 5 o'clock news. The airing of the grievances here on Dana and Parks.
Alright, I'm getting duct tape. We're doing this. I'm your mic is on. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Friday edition of MacGyver and Parks. It's good to be with you. Telephone number is 913-586-7798. If the building still stands at this time tomorrow, it will be a minor miracle. Dana is intent on burning this building to the ground today with her experiment. I am concerned about the idea of blocking heat registers. I, too, am concerned about blocking heat registers with thin sheets of plastic. Please burn it down. I'm not clogging carbon monoxide outtake. Are we sure about this? Yeah. Uh, There have been multiple people call in that I did not put on hold because it was off topic warning about trapping bad gases by blocking the register. Well, um, I will publicly take full responsibility for trapping bad gas. We'll be dead. Um, You're going to be dead anyway if I'm trapped in this space for another five minutes at 88 degrees. Which way would you like to go? I'll take the gas. It's much quieter. <laughs> I'll just be sitting here one day, and all you're going to hear is, uh, welcome back to Dana. Yep. Uh, I was telling you this out in the newsroom. Last night, I, with the kids, they wanted to watch a movie. And one of them had never seen Meet the Parents. One of the greatest. And I start laughing, and I'm like, oh, my God, how have you not seen Meet the Parents? We start that movie last night with Robert De Niro and Ben Stiller. You forget, Scott, how incredibly funny almost every single line in that movie is. 
I mean, we all know I have nipples. Would you milk me, Greg? Like, we all know the big lines that everyone right. quotes. <laughs> right. You forget that literally every other line in that movie is also funny. I needed a good laugh last night. I have not laughed that hard. And it's a movie I've good. seen two good. or three times. I pulled the old Scott Parks, and I watched a movie I have seen multiple a times. A thousand times. And, yes. and how great was it for you mm. and the kids? We laughed and laughed all night. We're dying. We're dying. And here, here's we're, we're, our general manager. I just announced to the to world in, that if I somehow carbon monoxide the entire building, Grab this microphone I, right. I am taking full responsibility for the failure if this does not work. But the trash bags are going up, girl. You are so resourceful. <laughs> I, I'm, here's you what are I'm, so resourceful. I've got push pins. I, I'm, I'm going to take off my no. sweater. I've got sweater. I've got tape. Uh, Ro- Roxanne, my shoes. We, we have a lot of things in this building. One thing we do have is a thermo- thermometer. <laughs> Would you care to read what the current temperature is in this studio? Well, Scott, it says it's 84 degrees. <laughs> it's 84 degrees, Roxanne. <laughs> and what's it outside? We think you're trying to blow us out of here. We actually think that there's some conspiracy from way up top where they're like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to put a premenopausal woman. We're going to put a premenopausal woman in an 88 degree building. We're going to trap her in an enclosed space with Scott Parks and see how long it takes. (laughs) It it is 74 degrees higher in here than it is outside, Sam. That is correct. Yeah. If if you're trying to run us out, just fire us. I'm not doing that. It's the building. (laughs) Blaming it on the building. It is. It's the ghosts of your listeners know all about the, the ghosts of radio past coming back oh to bite God. us. All right, uh, Festivus Friday coming up right after the five o'clock news story here from ABC. Uh, research has shown that men tend to have better navigational skills than women. I agree, but a new study shows it may be due to a different reason than people may think. Men are better at directions because of how they are raised. It is not. Because of some evolutionary advantage, according to a new study from researchers at the University of Illinois. I have always heard it was in our DNA. For for some of us, I don't want to say for all women, because one of my daughters is very, very good at directions. And one of my daughters is not as good at directions, but both my boys are great at it. Published Wednesday in the Royal Society Open Science Journal. I think you subscribe to that. Please. The study concluded that as kids, boys may have different experiences and opportunities that build their navigational skills, such as being encouraged to play outside more than girls, making them better at mapping their surroundings at an early age. Okay, but isn't it very believable, even if not true? That back when we were cavemen and cave women, the men were the hunter gatherers hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years ago. They would leave to go find food and have to navigate their way back when the women would stay back in the cave with the little cave babies. So to me, that theory always made sense. Hmm. It does make sense. But I can also see what they're saying, too, is, you know, boys are encouraged. I, I would... And this is just anecdotal. As much today? I, I Maybe back in the 60s or something, but I don't know. I uh, mean, for me, it was the fact that I was constantly getting lost on my bike, and I had to find a way home. I didn't have a GPS, so I just had to find my way home. And part of that drive was from riding around in the car, paying attention to every street sign on every turn. Let, let, me, do, let me do a little unofficial research here. Yeah. Uh, when I give directions to someone, I always use... And then turn north. Oh or, God! So, so listen, listen. I'll say, you know, take go go west on 87th Street, and then turn turn north on 435. No. And then go west on Shawnee Mission Parkway. 
My mother can't do that. I can't either. And she goes, no, you have to tell me turn left or right. Correct. And so when I'm giving her directions, I have to like, it's almost like I'm, I'm translating something in my brain. Let me give you an example. How many years of Dana's life has she driven up and down Mission Road since I moved here? Uh, uh, every day. Every day for 27 years, I am up and down Mission Road. Mm -hmm. Last week, I left here to go meet Carrie along Mission Road, and I tried to turn. I was actually not... I, I tried to turn earlier than I normally would because there's some construction over there. I end up late to her house. I was two and a half minutes away. She goes, "Where? Were, what took you so long? I will show you later my Life360 map of what I did. <laughs> oh, no. You Does it will... look like an Etch-a-Sketch? Yes, Scott, it does. <laughs> Paint a little picture, did we? <laughs> I have lived... In Prairie Village. I have lived along Mission Road for 27 years. I have been to Carrie's house 9,000 times. I took a different cut over street to get there. Ended up going all the way around in weird ways. And then somehow popped up over by Johnny's, which is another 12 blocks south of where I should have been. I start laughing. I get back on Mission Road. I take the exact road in that I always take. Drove right to her house. Well, you did end up back on Mission Road. But how many blocks <laughs> south when I was trying to go north? I mean, I even was like, how does that even happen, Scott? Did how you, does that at, even at, happen? At any point, did you think to reach into your pocket and grab this tiny little black device? I've got GPS on my car, but I thought I'm not going to GPS Carrie's house. I've been there a hundred times. If I take a different route to get somewhere, even my children will say when I leave the house to like go to a price chopper or whatever. Wait, mom, where are you going? Okay. They just know. I take the way that I take. <laughs> It's never the most direct way, but I take that that somehow that has made an inroad in my mind that this is the way you get there, and that's the way I have to go. You cut me through, I end up 20 blocks south of where I should. It just doesn't work, and I don't know why. I, I, was, I, I was out last night in a, in a part of town that I wasn't particularly familiar with, and I knew exactly how to get back to where I was going. I couldn't tell you from almost any spot in town what direction is what. I have no idea. Point south. Unless, well, unless I'm in a place where I can see, like I know the plaza's over there and I know home's that way, Correct. But and, and I can do that. If I'm at 119th and Row, I can, like, in my mind go, okay, north, south, east, that's the northwest corner. But if you just tell me, meet me at the northwest corner somewhere, I'm like, please just tell me, McDonald's. Or Macy's. Just give me wh which which corner. Now, if I'm out in one of the neighborhoods in Olathe, it all goes out the window. Why? Because they're all like circular hub labyrinths. Yes, yes. And there is no direction. But Sam, there is something in some people where even on a cul-de-sac, they understand where they are in reference to the rest of the world. Whatever that is in our brains, I was not born with that thing. I will never forget, as long as we live, the night that you and I were doing a remote at Pepper Jack's Grill in Shawnee. I know. Sam, have you heard this story? Oh, I have. Oh, my God. I ended up on 635. <clears throat> you ended up higher than that. Um, we were The Pepper Jack's Grill in Shawnee had just opened, and Dana and I were uh, endorsers for Pepper Jack's Grill at the time. And... We, had to, we were supposed to be there, I think, from 7 to 9 p.m. or 6.30 yeah. to 8.30 or something like that. So 
I get, I get out of work. I go straight down Shawnee Mission Parkway. I pull into the Pepper Jack's Grill. Hey, how you doing? We're shaking hands. I'm shaking hands and greeting new customers and everything. Dana calls me at 7 o'clock. Yep. And I go, uh, where are you? And she goes, I don't know. <laughs> I said, read me the next exit sign. And I can't remember the, the name of the exit, but I just remember distinctly saying to Dana, you're in the Northland near the airport. Yeah, it was probably the I-29 exit that she was coming it up on. It might have been the I-29 yeah. exit. I that am so been bummed. Life 360 won't let me go that far back. But if you could just imagine this straight line on Mission, Scott, and then you take on an Etch-A-Sketch, just a big old circle all the way around and then pointing me the other way. <laughs> I think even Life 360 was like, do you need do you, blink twice if you've been kidnapped? Now, if you happen to know what time of day it is, you can always look at the sky. I don't understand that either. Well, but Sam, like right now, the sun is straight up. Well, but yes, it is further west than it is straight up, though. I don't, I don't know that. Like as it's if going. If you knew that it was almost three, you know that that is west. You know, I'm also supposed to be like really Native American. I didn't get. They're supposed to be one with direction and the earth. I didn't and get the sky. And the sky. <laughs> I'm like, That's, the, is that the sun? Is that west? It must be west. But I've got to see it setting to know that it's west. There, there have got to be. Your Native American ancestors. Oh, they're horrified. Rolling over in their graves oh, right now. I mean, they've disowned you. The tribe has literally Anytime disowned you. Anytime we watch like a war movie and, and the guys are out, like, let's say World War II, and they have to trek with maps and go and a, find. And I'm a compass. like, how did they do that? And a compass and topography on the map. How do they know? I can't even get a trash bag affixed to the ceiling, Scott. I'd last 30 seconds you out know, there. You know, maybe this is why I'm so good at it. My dad, uh, when he went, he, you know, my dad went to ranger school. Yeah, don't they dump you out in a forest and say, live? Well, they do, or they did back then. But he went back. I was born at Fort Benning. So after Vietnam, he went back to, to ranger school and was an instructor. You know what he taught? Map reading. From the text line, uh, newer cars show you which direction you're going. Just for reference, the W means west. <laughs> hey, but wait, and we're taking calls on this. My turtle in my car has to be pointing up. You know, they, there's that little turtle. Remember the little triangle that when we first started using computers? It's called, a, I call it a turtle. It's a triangle. Wait, what? What the, are you the, talking the, the about? The triangle on any GPS that shows you where you are in real time. We call oh, that a turtle. Okay. Okay? Okay. Let me I look at my GPS. I have to have that when I'm driving pointing up the does direction it, I'm going. I can't have the turtle going. in another direction? You can, you can go in settings. Mine's a dot. Yeah. Mine's a turtle, but in my car. Do you understand what I'm saying, Scott? Can, like Sometimes you, you can have it so the turtle is going to the right because you're driving east. You can have it cardinal direction locked, or you can have it affixed to your vehicle. That. Yeah. I have to have everything pointing up. Tell me what it is in my brain. that Because you wouldn't have to have that. No. Well, why? I've been driving for 100 years on the same road. Because it's in my blood. My dad taught map reading. No, that's not why. I know. It's, I'm telling you, this is more evolutionary than they think. 913-586-7798. So researchers at the University of Illinois have found that men are better at directions than women. It's true. Not the best at standing on swivel chairs. We'll explain that after 3 o'clock. But it's not because of some sort of evolutionary reason. It's just because of the way boys are brought up versus the way girls are brought up, argue the researchers. 
Boys are encouraged to go out more as young children play outside. And maybe they take more advantage of where am I and how do I get back home? And they just become more directionally advantaged than girls who later become, of course, women. I think it's both. I think it's both that maybe in the 40s and 50s, boys were outside playing cowboys and Indians. And then thousands of years ago, it was cavemen that were leaving to go be hunters and gatherers while the women stayed back with the little kids. I think it's all of those things plus something genetic, Scott. Let's go to Angie in North Kansas City. Angie, good afternoon. Hello. Good afternoon. Love you guys. Love our show. Uh, we, um, we love you. Thank you. Yeah. So I used to be very, I could identify with you, Dana, and that, and my mom was that way. Um, and it still is. I couldn't, like I told Sam, I couldn't get my way out of a paper bag if I tried. However, then in my mid twenties, I had a job where I was marketing. I was in my car every day driving around the city. And I tell you, I learned the hard way, uh, and blocks and odds and evens and what Northwest and Northeast meant. And now I would, I can, I can go anywhere, go in any city and be just fine. Um, in any other I, city? Yeah. Yeah. Well, first of all, GPS helps because it takes the fear out. I know that if I do get lost, I can, I can go to my phone, but, um, I used to be scared of getting lost, and I think there's a certain amount of fear because that's, like I said, that's my mother. She's she's fearful to go south of the river because she doesn't know where she's going. So that fear kicks in, and then, you know, your mind does crazy things. But especially in here, in in this city, I much prefer someone to say, you know, go north on North Oak and then go east on 72nd. Um, whereas, where as I used to be like you, I remember growing up, I would tell my dad, Dad, is that the highway I take to go to school, or is that the highway I take to go to the airport? Like I didn't know. Um, so I do think there's a lot of trial and error and practice because now I'm very comfortable, whereas I used to could not find my way anywhere. Well, I'm proud of you for learning, Angie. I've tried and uh, I failed, Scott. Danny, you have failed. <laughs> I'm okay with it. You have failed. Uh, Dave in Liberty. Dave, good afternoon. Hello. Hey, Scott. Hey, Dana. Dana, hey, I'm going to preface this with I love you dearly. Mm. But to <laughs> one of your quotes a while back, and then you reinforced it just about two minutes ago. You said, back in the caveman days, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of years ago, Th which would have been 400 years. <laughs> I, did, uh, I did. I did. So I, was like, <laughs> I was like, well, any, any, anybody who struggles with this regular human history <laughs> may, have, may have trouble with directions. And then, just two minutes ago, you yeah. said, back in the caveman days, thousand years ago. Yeah. I was like, yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. You nailed it again. <laughs> you, I, Jesus, Jesus was a caveman. During the paleontolic era. <laughs> I don't think that's right either. I don't either. I'm not great. I think that's dinosaurs. Not great with archaeology or <laughs> geology. Is that right? 30,000 years ago. Uh, that would be uh, paleontology. Yeah. Yeah. The study of the dinosaurs. Yeah, missed that too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, quick break. Uh, we have a live guest coming on at 3 o'clock, by the way. Which is better than a dead one. Right? Uh, I'm so excited because I went to the aquarium and I'm obsessed and we're going to talk sharks with the aquarium director straight ahead. Stick with us. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.